<laughs> Did I scare you? Hello, you are listening to the podcast that answers the only question that matters in horror film. Did I scare you? I am your host, Jake Albrecht. And I am his co-host in America's little brother, Ben. And how are you doing today, America's little brother? Uh, I'm okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's not usually a question that stumps you. Well, (laughs) considering, (laughs) listen, all right. I feel like I have to make it an apology. <laughs> what, what do you need to apologize for, Vid? Listen, I understand that my picks recently have not been Grand Slams. Vinny, <laughs> this is maybe a good time to talk about it. What is it that we do on this podcast? Uh, we're supposed to be picking movies that supposedly are supposed to scare us. Yeah, this is the podcast where we two brothers switch off picking horror movies in an attempt to scare the other one. Vinny, I want you to be honest with me. I want you to look me in the eye right now. We're on a Zoom call, but I can still see those peepers. Have you honestly been trying to scare me with these last three picks? No. Let's roll back the tape, then. Jason X, okay? It's Jason Voorhees, right? Okay. I mean, you know, he's, he's, a, he's a horror icon. There's no denying that. Is Jason X even really attempting to be a frightening movie? No. Okay. All right. New Mutants? Like, are you fucking kidding me? This is a goddamn X-Men movie. <laughs> I. All right. That There's shit in Peter Jackson's King Kong that's scarier than New Mutants. Are you kidding me? Yeah, we're... <laughs> Yeah, those giant bugs are pretty fucking terrifying. Everybody, nobody likes that bug that eats that dude. No, it's pretty haunting. Even Tom Hanks's kid is just like, what the fuck was that? Yeah. Um. Okay, so New Mutants was more or less of a, I want to see it, but it's like I don't really want to force myself to see it. And then I was like, I have a podcast where I can kind of maybe steer the attention into seeing it because it is quote unquote a horror movie. <laughs> you know, Vinny, it reminds me of the plot of the movie The Ring, where <laughs> you decided instead of just cursing yourself with that awful fucking movie, you'd make all of us watch it. And now we're the ones who have a week until we die. <laughs> just like Fox Studios. You're all okay. going down with me. You know what, though? Sometimes people got back-to-back bad picks. That's fine. Vinny, you selected the movie this week. What's the name of the movie you selected? I have selected the 1997 summer blockbuster Anaconda. (sighs) Now, Vinny, have you seen Anaconda before? Yeah. Well, then what the fuck are you doing? (laughs) I listen. Vinny, do you find this isn't a straight question about the whole movie, but just animatronics of stupid looking snakes? Do you find that scary? I did when I was younger. What about puppets of Black Panthers looking surprised? <laughs> nah, that's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, not scary though, is it? No, not really. 
Well, oh, we don't wait, spoil wait, wait. that until the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One, don't we can't spoil it. We gotta wait till the end. Two, I lied. This was not a summer blockbuster. It was actually early spring, April eleventh. Yeah, just about the time the, the snakes pop their heads out of the holes. That's a good time for Hinakata. <laughs> if you saw like a garter snake in your in your yard in the morning, you'd be like, you know what? I heard anacondas out. Maybe I should check that out. All right, Vin, I've also seen Anaconda before. Um, I have talked about a few times in the past how I was reluctant to watch horror movies up until a certain age. Now, even for little piss pants me, terrified of horror movies, I managed Anaconda at about, like, I don't know, 13 or so, whenever the fuck it came out. I'm not going to spoil what that means for this. Now... There was a time in my life where Anaconda was on HBO and there weren't a lot of channels. So I saw it probably about five or six times. But that time has passed, Ben. There are other things you could watch. You don't have to watch what some asshole on HBO is telling you to. So why are we watching this? We're watching it because I felt like, one, it's a movie that was directly linked to my past where... I enjoyed it so much as a little kid that I and our cousin Brandon used to play games that surrounded basically the the premise of being chased by a giant snake a lot. That's how big the movie was for me back when I was a kid. So I think I had bigger eyes than a stomach for this movie now at the age of 32. (laughs) Um... And two, I just felt like we haven't really done a lot of creature features. So I was kind of like, all right, let's try something a little different. And uh, Didn't we just do the Day of the Triffids? That's like one thing out of like, I don't know how many like movies that we've done, but it's we just haven't done a lot of them, man. Ugh. All right. I don't, there's nothing to talk about, like, it's Anaconda, Jennifer Lopez, and Ice Cube. If you've seen it, you've seen it. Uh, let's just fucking do this movie, then. <laughs> do you have anything else you want to talk about before you get in? Guess I'm sorry. It's ridiculous of you to think I would allow you to speak more once you pick this. No, we shall begin now. Let us tarry no further. Alright, well... The first thing we see is the Columbia logo, and we don't see much of you around these parts, Columbia. <laughs> where, have you, where have you been for so long? I think it's like, I'm just like, wow, I guess they don't make a lot of horror movies, or not the type we would pick. Now, we got a text crawl, like this is fucking Star Wars telling us anacondas exist, number one. <laughs> just for some asshole at home that's like, damn right snakes this big. And well, they're like... They like to eat people. That's not true. And then they puke them back up to eat them again. Which, like, yeah, so does my dog. I don't find him threatening. I Listen, the idea of an anaconda existing, it was mind-blowing at a pretty young age where it's like, holy fuck, snakes that big really do exist. Yeah, my best friend Tim, his family were missionaries, so they lived for a time in Suriname which is just north of uh, Brazil. It's a tiny little country. And Tim always liked to tell a story about his dad seeing an anaconda. He thought dead on the road, like going all the way across the road. 
So, like, he went out to pick it up to be like, hey, like, get a picture of me with the Anaconda. It wasn't dead. It was just run over. <laughs> so, <laughs> its head moved like, hey, fuck up. That's kind of, did it I scream? got ran over and now tourist is gawking it. <laughs> did, did it scream like the Anaconda in this film did? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it said, please kill my mechanical head. I... You know, that reminds me of, like, Mob telling me this one time she ran over a gardener snake in, like, on her way into the garage. And literally, like, the thing's, like, body was, like, bent straight up. And she saw its mouth, like, agaped open as it slowly fell back down to the ground. That's more horrifying than anything <laughs> we're about to talk about. Here we go. <laughs> we're heading right into the jungle now. There's lots of flutes. It's dusk. There's a lot of jungle noises, uh-huh. and we're in the snake's POV for a moment, so get used to that fucking shot. It's basically just, like, slightly lower than humans, and sometimes it goes sideways. That's and you know. Kind of like how, like, the xenomorphs were in Aliens, too. A little bit. Now, someone is trying to reach someone else on a radio in a boat frantically as the POV keeps getting closer, and there's a bunch of birds in this boat freaking out. And after a few seconds, I'm like, oh, fuck, that's Danny Trejo. Yeah, it's a very young Danny Trejo. Well, when you say a very young Danny Trejo, what you mean is mid-50s Danny Trejo. Oh, really? No. Yeah, that dude's in his 70s now. No joke. Really? Yeah, he's old as fuck. Was that worth getting caught? (laughs) No, it's just that's, that's incredibly fascinating. I just never know. Yeah, he's an old-ass dude. Now, anacondas in real life are, of course, just really long snakes. They're not out here busting up boats, but <laughs> in this movie, it bursts through the bottom of the boat to get it to Andy Trejo. It's really after him, like, in, like, the hottest way. Yeah, and, like, like, even if a snake was like, I'm gonna fuck up that boat, they'd probably do it tail first, but this one's just like, I don't get concussions right through with my head. <laughs> It'd be pretty funny if it burst its head through the floor and then started doing, like, the spinnies, like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah, and then it just collapsed back into the water. <laughs> they're like, thank God they always concuss themselves when they do that. It's just an all-out attack, and then that's like that's it. After they hit the wall, they're out cold for at least a couple hours. But anyways, this is enough to scare Trejo, who climbs to the top of his mast and closes his eyes. But he also read the text crawl at the beginning, so he knows how long these snakes are. So he's <laughs> like, well, there's no point in this, and just decides to kill himself. Yeah, Danny Trejo ends himself pretty, uh, pretty quickly, and about as quick as I bet that big brother wished that he could uh, take himself out of this movie. Yeah, he got to leave right about the time I wanted to. <laughs> You're like, lucky son of a bitch. And we cut to Jennifer Lopez on a computer, and I guess it's also on this river because we cut to the snake POV. There's dramatic music for a second. And then Eric Stoltz knocks on the door, and he's a professor or something. Vinny, are you familiar with Eric Stoltz? I'm not. That's a man. He's in a lot of 90s movies, and he's just about nearly as always as insufferable as he is in this. I, yeah, you bring up the word insufferable, and it's pretty, it's pretty good. And I, I, can we remember that word for later? Yeah, no, Eric Stoltz is someone who is often giving, 
given uh, intelligent dialogue, but he's not quite smart enough to pull it off. And he always sounds like a real fucking asshole when he's talking. Uh, you say that line too, and you know what? That is also coincidental. <laughs> now, if you're like you're sitting at home and you're like, "That's just Jake. He just doesn't like Eric Stoltz." Oh yeah. Well, he got fucking fired off Back to the Future for not being charming. So it's not just me. They reshot the whole thing with Michael J. Fox. Eric Stoltz was supposed to be Marty McFly. Yeah, but you know how it was. It's like probably Doc Brown was like, let me explain to you how time travel works. And he was like, actually, Dr. Uh, Brown, maybe it would be better if I explained to you how time travel works. They're like, Jesus, here he goes again. He'd be like, ah, there's Marty right here. It's the flux capacitor. Excuse you, Doc. Flux capacitor? Come on now. Like, I think actually I've studied flux capacitors a great deal more than you have, so allow me to go on about this. It's like, aren't you supposed to be like a rocker or something, <laughs> Marty? <laughs> He's like, Doc, listen, I'm already two steps ahead of you. I already like established the plutonium. We didn't even have to get the, you know, the Libyans in on this at all. And he's like, uh, uh, yeah, Marty. <laughs> I think I get this fucking guy off the set, man. Yeah, this is basically like if Morty talked like Rick. Now, anyways, <laughs> they're looking for some long lost tribe or something. He's found evidence on them. And Lopez is like, I am glad to hear this as film director for this project. And Stoltz nods at this exposition and says, I hired the best. And then he kind of leches on her, which she just brushes off at first. And then Lopez greets Ice Cube the next morning, and he hmm. notes it's a good day, right to start. I, I, I wrote in my notes, <laughs> groan. I'm like, wow, they paid this motherfucker to be like, hey Cube, say it, and he's just like, that's gonna be double, and they're like, worth it. That is probably exactly how that conversation went. <laughs> Now, Stoltz is checking with a local guide on the best way to find his tribe, and then Lopez comes over and tells the guide she needs to go through a particular channel for a shot, and he says, as you say, Jeffe, instead of Hefe, and I'm like, okay, not actually Hispanic then. <laughs> I thought he was supposed to be, like, like New Orleans, like, you know, like, he was supposed to be, like, what is You that? thought the guy named Mateo was supposed to be from New Orleans. Yeah, maybe. No. No? What's no. that fucking language that they... What's the, like, the, uh... What is it, um... You say Creole? Yeah, is it Creole? Yeah, something like that. I can't remember. Cajun. No, 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 no. Fuck. Right in. Tell us what, what how New Orleans people talk. Well, I'll tell you what. They're both actually influenced by French. Uh, Creole is uh, coming from Haitian, mostly. And Cajun is actually just a shortening of French-Canadian down in uh, New Orleans. Oh. So, so it's just I'll... like French-Canadian, French-Canadian-Cajun. That's, see, that's what I was... I thought, I literally, like, Mateo is pretty French. Yeah, I mean, don't it's... worry about it, dude. You got your own personal Eric Stoltz right here. I... <laughs> Somebody get this guy off the set. Anywho. <laughs> Anywho, a fussy British guy is loading up his luggage on the boat. Now, Vinny, the first time I saw this movie, this guy to me is like... Oh, that's Richie Rich's butler. Yep. Yeah, it's a, yeah. you know what? Years later, I still felt the same exact way. I'm like, oh, hey, hello, 
Richie Rich's butler. Yeah, the coolest thing about Richie Rich was that he had his personal McDonald's. Let's move on. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. He tries to get Carrie Wurr to load his bags. Vinny, are you familiar with Carrie Wurr? Yeah, man, I've seen a few movies that he's been in. Okay, yeah, no, 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 Carrie. <laughs> Carrie Wurr is uh, oh, Wilson's oh. girlfriend in this. Oh, and... see, I thought we were still on Richie Rich's butler. No, no, you almost certainly have seen Carrie Wurr because... <laughs> She made a whole host of movies that weren't quite Cinemax level, but were just below or above it. And they primarily functioned around like her having sex scenes in them. And I'm not kidding when I say she made about a dozen of them. Oh, yeah. Little me probably has seen quite a few of those. Yeah, so... Richie Rich's butler tries to uh, get her to load his luggage on the boat, but she's like, I'm a production manager, not a bellhop. So the exposition's just flying left and right, Finn. Yes. Now, Owen Wilson chimes in that some cultures ask someone, asking someone to carry luggage is a sign of respect, although it's Owen Wilson, so he'll be like, "Uh, you know, in some cultures, asking someone to carry luggage would be a sign of respect. Wow. (laughs) It's everybody's like, ha ha, ha. You're, you could be right there, Owen Wilson. Everybody laughs, but, you know, truly Owen Wilson is uh, kind of sad on the inside. Depression is killer. Yeah, it is weird to see someone nominated for an Oscar for writing in Anaconda. <laughs> Just Wait, feel what like did you that. say? Someone nominated for an Oscar in writing because Owen Wilson was nominated for the Royal Tenenbaums and oh. maybe Rushmore. Oh, no, that makes sense. I thought you said that one of the writers of this no, movie no. was not. <laughs> no, but it's like when they hired Shane Black to be in Predator because they thought that they could get him to write the movie, and then he didn't. And I'm like, was Owen Wilson there to punch up the script as well? <laughs> or is he like, hey, you know, I actually think of myself as primarily an actor. Like, oh, fuck, well, that's going to cost us another 500000 <laughs> They're like, will you at least kind of like look at the script and say if it needs work? And he looked at it for like five seconds. Like, yeah, sure, it's fine. They're like, oh, we're in trouble. He's like, uh, maybe the stink has like a bunch of vinyl records. They're like, that's not going to work for this. <laughs> they're like, you could have Alec Baldwin do like a monologue over it. And they're like, nope, never mind. He's like, oh, well, thank God, because then I'd have to take it out of the script I've been working on. What would be the name of his, like, snake with, like, vinyl records? And the Alec Royal snake bobs of course. <laughs> I want to see that movie. It's about a snake, a snake that was abusive to his family and then comes back at the end just before it dies. Because they blow him up with dynamite. Look Vinny, for the Royal I promised snake myself my- we'd go faster this week. Look for the Royal Snake and Bob's to be in theater in 2023. Josh, if you're listening, please draw me a picture of the Royal Snake and Bob's. <laughs> All right. Well, Vinny, carrying luggage might be a sign of respect in some cultures, but definitely not British culture. Nope. Now, Lopez introduces herself to the prissy British host, and he's like, yeah, 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 sure. I've seen some of your shorts. They were promising. And then he takes off. And Ice Cube calls Eric Stoltz Jacques Cousteau, which leads him into speaking French for a second. Then Ice Cube's like, the fuck's he doing? He trying to cast a spell on me? 
Just like I think Ice Cube would probably recognize French. I don't know. I don't like this joke so no. much. <laughs> uh, whoops. Anyways, the guide who is called Mateo, and I'm just gonna call him that because it's easier. He can't stop hitting the J on Jeffy. <laughs> so he's Our like, "Come J- on, Jeffy's." <laughs> I gotta try to remember that. He's like, "We have to drive this boat until Manana." They're like, manana? They're like, yeah, I said it, manana. We did it. <laughs> now we get some montage of the British guy filming, doing some walking talks to like be like, oh, the tribe is in the jungle here, like that sort of thing on the boat. Mm-hmm. And Carrie Wurr sits down, which causes Owen Wilson to nearly explode in his pants from horniness. <laughs> oh, is that what that stain in his front pocket was? Like, she just sits for a second, and he's like, hey, what is it about the jungle that makes everyone so horny? It's like, oh, I don't, I don't like this. I was like, do jungles normally make everybody horny? I was like, yes, heavy rainfall, creatures who can eat you in the night, that's super hot, man. Yeah, no, like the last symptom of malaria before you <laughs> pass away is extreme acute horniness. So probably heavy uh, dysentery from all the dirty infected water. You just got like swollen lymph nodes just like <laughs> humping away at the ground before you pass. <laughs> Anyways, there's a major storm all of a sudden and someone is shouting for help from their little boat. And Mateo looks suspicious, but everyone's shouting for him to help this guy. And a drenched John Voight hops from his boat onto the big documentary boat. And Vinny, do you want to attempt to describe his accent in this movie? Yeah, he's he's attempting to be French. Nope. He's attempting oh, to that be would Cajun? Be, that would be better, Vinny. Later, he says very clearly, I'm from Paraguay. Just like, sure you are, bro. <laughs> How long? I could say at least they didn't put any, like, brown makeup on him. They're just like, it's just John Voight with the stupid accent, okay? So it's like, it's not as offensive as some things. But this, okay. This is like, it's sort of interesting to talk about because it's possibly the worst movie accent of all time. But also, in a way, it kind of makes this movie most fun, because it's just like, that's nowhere close, man. John Voight got this script, and I assume he knew that this movie was going to be a giant piece of shit. And he's just like, you know, I'm going to have as much fun as I possibly can. Yeah. He was like someone that looked at Scott Hall doing Razor Ramon, and he was like, I bet I could dial that up about 100%. (laughs) If he was right. (laughs) No, I think it's right, though, to take a look at this script and be like, all right, like, they're not looking for me to give, like, a real, like, heartened performance as whatever the fuck this guy's name is, Sarone or whatever. He's like, I just gotta, like, I gotta hit this as hard as I can. And also, by the way, if he's from Paraguay, it's probably Sarone. Who cares? Whatever. They obviously didn't talk to any Hispanic people on this set, including Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> I wonder how mad she got every time that asshole said Jeffe. <laughs> She's like, it's fucking Hefe, you piece of shit. And he's just like, 
And he's like, so sorry, Hannifer Lopez. <laughs> She's like, why does he do the soft J on that one? He says, buenos nights. And she's like, just stop. Just <laughs> just stop. <laughs> Please, I can only puke into this river so much. Oh, God. All right, so John Voigt enters the boat. Yeah, yeah, they're going to take him to their next stop, but Mateo looks suspiciously. Yeah, not only that, can I say John Voigt's facial acting in this movie Oh my, there is no one quite like it. <laughs> yeah, it's. <laughs> he pinches his eyes in as close to his nose as he can get most of the time. <laughs> Try to do it. Just... And then he kind of like puckers his lips like a rodent that like kind of knows something. <laughs> he. <laughs> it's okay. So there are moments, especially this moment right here, where he's just like, yeah, yeah, take me along the way, and you help me out, and fuck my boat, whatever, and they look away. And if you looked at John Foy at that moment, you definitely could be like, hey, man, are you are you doing something? Like, you just look mischievous. <laughs> yeah, he might as well have a piece of paper hanging out of his pocket that says, secret plan to catch snakes. <laughs> They're like, are you... We'll Are you there. trying to catch snakes, man? He's like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. Anyways, it's nice and sunny the next day, and Voight hilariously spears a fish in the river, doing a kind of like, ha, but he does it. <laughs> Told you. The best, he... the best facial acting I've ever seen. Yeah, and if you thought the voice was the only funny thing, he turns around and we see his ridiculous ponytail. <laughs> So he went for the whole bit. Now, Stoltz asks him where he's from, and he says Paraguay. So, sure, John Void. Now he says he studied for priesthood, but he wanted to see the jungle. The British host is like, what's a failed priest do in the jungle? Void's like, hey, I didn't fail, asshole. Now, Stoltz asks what he does now, but he says, uh, <laughs> what is the way to say when you capture animals, but you're not supposed to because it's illegal? And Stoltz is like, poaching? And he's like, no, not poaching! Because okay? that's like, admitting it, uh, let's call it uh, extraditional rendering of uh, animals. So like, poaching. No, no, don't, <laughs> don't say Don't it. like the P word. He's like, anyways, I would be like, poaching. <laughs> so they tell him they're looking for the people of the mist. And he's like, oh, I can bring you to them. They saved my life. Yeah, the British host doesn't think they should trust him as he says this, literally drinking from a flute of champagne. <laughs> but the rest of them are like, yeah, I don't know. He, this guy seems on the level, I guess. Then they look over at him and he's got that look on his face again like, yes, believe me. Mm -hmm. Now, later that night, Carrie Wurr is doing some sexy shadow dancing behind a sheet while yeah. Ice Cube smokes a cigar in bed. Yeah, now I'm starting to see where Owen Wilson's saying the jungle makes you, makes you horny. Yeah, I'm starting to think he's not talking about that jungle. <laughs> now, Lopez and Stoltz are working, but stop to scope out some fireflies in the jungle. And by fireflies, I really want you to know I mean a couple of grips doing flashlight work off in the distance. <laughs> just feverishly, like, just roundabouts with those freaking flashlights. 
Yeah, and then Stoltz is like, they do this when they fuck, basically. And then she's like, one. tell me more. And he's like, the female signal is weaker. She's like, yeah, that's it. <laughs> he's like, because females are inferior. And she's like, yeah, I like when you talk down to me. She's like, that's definitely something Eric Stoltz should be yeah. saying. <laughs> the billionaire Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> <laughs> Let's check the stat points right now, because um, <laughs> she's Jennifer like, Lopez. Definitely, if you lived a billion lifetimes, you'd have a chance with me, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Ben Affleck's like, my girlfriend's back, and she's better than ever. Shout out to Sox fans finding a way to stick it to Aaron for twenty years. <laughs> Now, Stoltz tells Lopez he missed her, and then they make out, because of all the Firefly talk. And this Firefly-inspired dry humping is about to be interrupted by an anaconda robot moving in the jungle. Sneaky snake. <laughs> now, Vinny, it snags a giant black leopard puppet <laughs> and strangles it. <laughs> now, here's my favorite thing, Vinny. Cause like they have they have like a real Black Panther for a second, but then they have the Black Panther puppet where its eyes go wide as the snake goes around it. Now, nobody in this lifetime has seen a Black Panther surprised. <laughs> so they had to look at one and be like, like, what would it look like though? Like if like you crept up from like behind a tree and went like boo! <laughs> the Panther was like, oh shit. <laughs> You fucking got me, bro. I'm Before, sorry. I, I just mauled your face. It's like, oh my god, wait, no, I'm a panther. I could kill you. I wonder if those howler monkeys at the Bronx Zoo knew what that what that panther's surprise look guy's face was. When it's like, you know, creeping up and it's like exhibit and knocking on its window while it's sleeping. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> I think that Black Panther is surprised look might go back later. <laughs> Let's just say that's not the end of this conversation. Uh, in between, yeah, there's like some really dumb looking Anaconda robot stuff. It's just a mess. It's just a mess. It's like clearly like just an Anaconda head for a second and then like the biggest piece of hose they could find moving around. <laughs> that's gotta be like, I don't know, 12... 20 hoses all connected together. Probably. Now, the next day, there's some hip-hop playing as the British host is practicing his golf shop, and he gets mad about all this hippity-hop and tries to turn down the radio, which earns him a smacking from Ice Cube. And the British host really ups the ante by saying, I could probably hire a local tribesman to kill you. Which, yeah. Jesus, dude! Yeah, he's like, $50, that ought to do it. And it's just like, <sighs> that's that's sad. To be fair, Ice Cube offers to kill him first. Yeah, which I was just like way more convincing. <laughs> now, fucking Lopez... Cube's from Compton, man. He's seen some shit. I mean, if you see the movie, you know what? He was actually more of a student then, and maybe he played up that. You know what? Let's not get into it. <laughs> now, Lopez asked Voight if they're getting close. And it is Vinny, and I want to stress this, just around the river bend. 
You proud of that? A little bit. <laughs> Stoltz sees a giant snake totem in the distance. And Voight tells him that the tribe worships anacondas as protectors. Now he starts to explain the whole thing about the tribe, and Stoltz cuts him off because <laughs> he's like anyone else trying to look smarter. Which is even funnier because once Stoltz starts stepping on him, like, I think you got your shit mixed up. John Voight's face looks so panicked, like, oh, fuck. He's like, do I? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> do I have the wrong tribe? Oh, that would be bad because I'm trying to get their snakes. Like, oh, Did my I God. Did I say that out loud? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, they basically have a pissing contest about who knows more about the local tribes. It's funny, though, because Stoltz is just more or less like, you don't know anything about anything. And he's just like, that's not true. I know things. <laughs> he he cuts in in that, like, oh, yeah. my God, that insufferable Stoltz voice where he's like, uh, I think I know a little bit more about the local tribes than you. Now, I believe it's the Hintuit tribe or whatever. <laughs> it's just like, I'm a fucking, I'll stuff a wasp down this guy's throat in a second. I don't need it to be part of a scheme. I'm just going to do it. I don't like this asshole. <laughs> so they move forward and they, they're like, all right, let's get a video in front of this, uh, this totem. And then, you know, the British guy <laughs> is doing his thing. And then fucking John Voight kind of cuts in and goes, I know stuff about snakes. I know about it. We go that way. And he just walks away. So he got, yeah, he he be- got, <laughs> he got real pissed. Yeah. Before that, Stoltz decides to go the opposite direction of what he wanted. And Voight's like, well, I guess you can drop me off at the next stop then. <laughs> it's like, yeah, okay, stranger, we just picked up. Seems fine. Then John Voight goes to the front of the boat and starts weeping. <laughs> oh, boy, he listens to me about my snake stuff. <laughs> now, at night, Carrie Wurr and Owen Wilson tell the gang they're going out to capture some wild sound. I bet they are. Fitty. You know I've talked about this before. People in these movies are always hornier than anyone could possibly imagine because these movies are for 13-year-old boys. Right. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, who? look who's on the screen, you know? <laughs> now, they can you think of a scenario where you, a 31-year-old man, would sneak off into the jungle at night to try to fuck? Nope. Yeah, Not that one. is inconceivable they like the best case scenario is something poisonous bites me <laughs> the worst case scenarios they're like oh no you got jungle poison sumac which makes your dick fall off you're like what <laughs> medium case scenario is I get attacked by a panther puppet yeah and I guess the other thing is like Oh yeah, we haven't showered in three days. Want to go out there and? F- <laughs> it's like, nope. <laughs> I'll see you at the hotel after they're in the shower for about forty-five minutes. <laughs> Anyways, they're tracing through the jungle as Owen Wilson smokes a cigarette, and Wur is super turned on by all this jungle noise. She drops her shit and tosses off Owen Wilson's, and. She pulls down her shirt on her shoulder a little bit, but goes no further because she knows this is a PG-13 movie. And the jungle suddenly goes silent. And they yeah, run off. Yeah, because the jungle's trying to listen in while they fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Monkey's like, shut up, shut up, shut up, man. Are they doing it? <laughs> like, oh, 
Oh shit, that's good. <laughs> Somebody's gonna be cranking the banana up here soon if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> and then another monkey starts cranking a banana camera they've made. <laughs> and I wonder how'd they make that? They're crafty. Yeah. Anyways, Void appears out of nowhere and shoots in their direction, and we can hear some screaming. And on the boat, everyone's like, what was that? And then Stoltz holds a gun at the jungle, and Voight drags a boar out like he's fucking John Locke on Lost. It tells everyone these horny kids were lucky to be alive. And Stoltz says, everyone stays on board at night, no exceptions. Voight says, that's what I would say, basically. So, these guys are essentially Star-Lord and Thor fighting over who's in charge. Yeah, can't wait for uh, that next Thor movie. Okay. Red car, what, good no. <laughs> what kind of crazy shit are they going to get themselves into? Yeah, no more Marvel movies for you, asshole. Aww. Now, Voight tells Mateo to cut up the board. Ice Cube's like, what? Meat comes from animals. <laughs> <laughs> now, the next day, the anchor on the boat gets caught on something, and the boat slams to a stop, and Stoltz wants to cut the boat loose. Voight's like, <laughs> oh, maybe I should, huh? So it's like, no, no, I believe I'm the captain here. As he grabs the scuba gear. Yeah, Voight's like, yeah, you go do that, asshole. Voight's like, give me a second here. Out of fucking things. He always gotta, I got just gotta jab it in here. If you'll just give me a second. He's like, they're more awake than I thought. Hold on, I gotta dab him with the thing again. And, <laughs> all right, I think we're good to go. No, fuck, it was too much. He's dead now. Hold on. I gotta grab another wasp. It's like this. It's it's a real tricky thing to get the right dose to get these things to fall asleep in the scuba gear. You'll be surprised how often I try to do this. It's all right. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. So we all know what's coming up. And okay. That, this is always. Hey, do you so- want to talk about his scheme? Yeah, of course I do. Because this is where I'm. Like, even years later, I'm still like. How the fuck? All right, so because I I was always perplexed that he didn't cause the wasp, did he? And then yeah. I'm like, and it's like how he put it in the scuba gear. Okay. That's why he offers to go first because he knows that Stoltz has such a tidy dick. He'll be like, no, it must be me. And he's like, yeah, you enjoy eating that wasp. And he's like, what'd you say? I just want to. <laughs> this is what I want to talk about. We find out eventually John Voight is basically commandeering this boat because he wants to catch some anacondas. Vinny, what the fuck is he thinking? You're like, I'm going to kidnap six people. It's like, right. He's like, they will be hostile to me. They will try to kill me. And in addition to that, I'm going to fight this giant snake. It's like, that's not going to work, man. There's no way that could work. I just, it makes me wonder how many times he's tried doing this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's got 10 boats just full of dead bodies behind him. He's like, one of these times is going to work. One of them's like the Rocket Emily Butt on their jungle cruise, due out next winter. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, <laughs> Eric Stoltz, while he's getting his scuba gear on, tells the whole crew about that fish that swims up your dickhole and then spreads its spines. Yeah, and then John Voight goes, I'll cut your penis off. And everybody's like, gross. And Ice Cube's like, that's where meat comes from? 
Anyways, Stoltz dives in and goes under the boat, cuts the rope on the propeller, and on the boat, Jennifer Lopez is sexily pulling her hair into a ponytail for about a minute over and over again, while John Voight looks at her. I think it's supposed to be lyrically, but he looks more like an unimpressed rodent. He <laughs> he he looks like his face is like stuck, and it's like John, John. Oh dear God! Someone go slap him. I think I think his face is stuck. Yeah, it looks like maybe she has a black hole on her neck that's like sucking his face <laughs> into it. I can't look away, Jeff. A. <laughs> Too many Jeffes. <laughs> this, I believe, it's called Boat Arena. Like <laughs> no. I believe it's called a boot. He's like, well, mas o menos. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> Back of the water, Stoltz suddenly grabs at his throat because he's got a wasp in it. You'll see. Yeah. Then he starts thrashing around and they freak out on the bottom as just his arms start thrashing over the threshold of the water. And Ice Cube dives in after him and then Owen Wilson. They both drag him back to the boat and they take his gear off, but Stoltz is not breathing. Then Matteo finds a giant poisonous wasp in his mouth. And Voight's like, oh, shit, that's the first time it worked. Yes, 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 yeah. High fives, high fives. And he's like, I mean, oh, no, that's so terrible. And he's like, oh, fuck, one's missing. <laughs> and then Mateo falls over. <laughs> he's like, hmm. That's going to complicate things. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like we're going to have to speed this up a little bit. He's like, the only way out is through. we got to catch more wasps. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> grabs a pen and a knife and does a do-it-yourself tracheotomy on Stoltz. He's like, it'll be okay now. Mateo gives him a suspicious look. I have to assume that's the only thing this guy did for his audition. Yeah, they're like, you look very menacing. Try to say Hefe. Jeffe. Close enough. Yeah, we find out later Mateo used to work with John Voight too, so why does he always look so suspicious at him? Is he I, in on this or not? No, he is. I think he's just doing a, a better job of acting like I shouldn't be trusting this guy to these people, whereas John Voight's just like, I'm just too excited. I just want to tell you people so much. It's just like, I got wasps and scuba gear. It's like a whole thing. <laughs> He's like, I've been planning for this for like a whole year. We're going to blow up like a wall later in a river. Like, why is there a wall there? And it's not a dam? It doesn't make sense. <laughs> now, later, Lopez wants to get on the move because Stoltz is stabilized. Ice Cube is mad because the radio doesn't work. Voice says, we have to get him to a hospital or he'll die. And he says, we have to go the way I suggested yesterday to get there fast. And they're like, um. Yeah. He's like, it's a different reason now. <laughs> then they're like, how can we trust you that you even know where you're going? He's like, of course I know where I'm going. Uh, and he looks at a map. We go south. And it's like, that's north. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's like, just tell me where the snake is. <laughs> they're like, what? <laughs> He's like, fuck, you don't know. <laughs> He's like, I was so excited about the wasp, but I didn't think about the rest of it. <laughs> He's like, 
oh shit i blew all my excitement out of the wasp but now he's like i have no more time just tell me where the fucking snake is he pulls the gun out (laughs) put it in a bag okay (laughs) they're like is it a big bag and he's like oh shit yeah no that would have been better he's He's like what about a plastic costco bag (laughs) he's got a bunch of plastic trash bags He's like, we well, probably cut a hole. Just sort of like tie them together. Anyways, Lopez and Ice Cube are suspicious, but they have no other choice. And probably would have been a good idea to have more than one person on the boat who knows the area. That's just the thought. Yeah. Now they come up on a wall. Yeah. Hey. On the river, and Lopez is like, I thought you knew this river. Voight's like. Yeah, yeah, I know it, uh, except this part's pretty new to me. <laughs> now, he casually takes some dynamite out of his pack to try to get us moving. Lopez is like, that wall's there for a reason. Vinny, why is there a wall that a river doesn't stop at? Uh, I mean, I... If yeah. you put a wall in a river, what would happen? I mean, it's a dam. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is just a wall. <laughs> They're like, this is the part of the river that's actually a water tank in Los Angeles. Oh. Also, we're in L.A. now. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> now, Voight's like, well, your boyfriend's dying, so let's blow up this wall or not. The British host has heard it off. He's like, let's just do it already. See, <laughs> so he, uh, he, he gets the help from Owen Wilson to strap the, uh, the dynamite to the wall. And I like to think because, you know, John Voight is clearly, like, just doing this by the seat of his pants. Like, he's just like, okay, got to improvise. And he's like, he accidentally strings up the dynamite. And it's like, what if he strung up that dynamite to actually blow up the boat by mistake? (laughs) It's like, really shouldn't have dedicated the 45 days to the wasp portion. (laughs) And just two days to the rest of the trip. Turns out the YouTube video I watched on wiring dynamite was not sufficient for this trip. <laughs> He's like, oh, I'll get him next time. <laughs> He's like, I'm just three boats from success here. It's like, what does he do to that? He just has to wait on the, like, the side of the river waiting for another boat to come. He's like, hey. there's another tourist group that's down the ways. Anywho, they light the dynamite and take their little boat back to the big boat. And the wall blows up, the explosion knocks uh, some of the fuel off the boat, and a bunch of snakes are on it now. Void's like, they're babies! And then he picks them up and tosses them in the water. And a snake goes up to the host with the frog in its mouth like, hey, what's up? (laughs) And then one of them latches onto his finger, and Void takes it off his finger but takes his sweet time. Yeah, he's like, so little, but so deadly. Then he takes it off. <laughs> he takes it off. Go, go back to your mummies. This is an accurate rendition of what happened. Yeah. Now there's only one dr- drum of fuel left, and Voight's like, the stakes were a pleasant surprise. <laughs> the fuel was completely accidental. He's like, that was a big fucking whoopsie. Because <laughs> yeah, you don't how am I supposed to get back? And like, the snake weighs a lot, you know, so it's going to take up more fuel. <laughs> Like, <laughs> I'm actually equally as fucked about the fuel thing as you guys are. He dove for those tanks like it was like the last 
ditch effort. He was so fucking like, oh shit. He's like, that's not good. <laughs> every, anyway. <laughs> every terrible thing that happens to the crew, fine. Absolutely in the plan. Make their life a miserable living hell. But me being able to not get out, oh fuck, that's bad. Now I'm just like, what are you assholes? <laughs> now Ice Cube and Lopez are talking by Stoltz's prone body. Lopez tells Ice Cube that Voight's story isn't adding up. Later on, Voight tells Mateo to stop the boat because he sees another abandoned boat, which is Danny Trejo's from the first scene. Mm-hmm. And Lopez calls over to it, but no one answers. And then Voight fires off a warning shot. And Voight tells Mateo to come with him to the boat. Ice Cube's like, what the hell? I'm going to shoot this. Which is like, that doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. But this is another time where Voight's face has like a reading of panic on it. She's like, oh, <laughs> fuck. It's another part of my plan is fucking ruined here. <laughs> so he grabs his camera and follows them creeping up to the boat. And Voight and Mateo climb up. And something starts creeping around Ice Cube who looks around suspiciously. But on the boat is a picture of Mateo. Danny Trejo and Voight holding up a big snake snake in a newspaper. And I imagine the story is about a snake catching competition. And the headline is three friends slither into first. <laughs> what do you think the story? Did you see what the headline said? Cause I didn't catch it, but like, it's crazy. It was, it was in a different language. I just like, imagine like three assholes catch big snake. <laughs> Yeah, it literally says in the headline, look at these assholes. <laughs> Excommunicated priest, <laughs> parentheses, suspected child molester catches <laughs> large snake. Suspected snake molester. <laughs> <laughs> Holds up <laughs> victim of his latest crime. <laughs> like, that snake's not dead, just emotionally. <laughs> That snake's going to need therapy for years, man. That's why he doesn't want to kill these snakes. <laughs> All right, Voight <laughs> nabs the paper before Ice Cube can see it, and then Voight knocks open a chest on the boat and gets more dynamite, but looks sneaky about it. Mm-hmm. And then he has Ice Cube help him carry the dynamite back to the boat, and Mateo lingers behind. He falls into the water pretty clumsily, like he's just like, oh, 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 oh splash. <laughs> yeah. Not really good. You should just stick to, you know, looking menacing or suspicious. That's where his traits are uh, the best at. I thought he looked as equally unconvincing as the kids and their father in the start of Sleepaway Camp when they fall in. Now, some giant snake CGI knocks him back, then wraps around him, and then it bites his face. Vinny, can I tell you a startling fact about the cost of this snake CGI? Go on. Every second you see that snake, it costs them a hundred thousand dollars. Let's yeah. take a quick trip to Google's and see how much Anaconda made. It made over a hundred million dollars. This movie was, and I'm stressing this, a giant success. A giant snake success. And now that you mention it coming out in spring, I seem to remember an Easter where our older cousins snuck off to see this at the end of the proceedings. Told you, see, this movie is deeply, deeply wrapped in our history. Like a snake. 
Okay. They ask on the boat about Mateo, but no one sees the giant snake strangling him. Hey, Vince. Ice Cube. And Mateo's just like, Jeff, hey. Jeff, hey. The snake's like, Jeff, hey. <laughs> it's just screaming at him. Jeff, hey. It's like, you disrespect my people. <laughs> Like you said, like fucking Harry Potter talking parcel tongue. Do you think he says all the words right, fucking asshole? I it, that's he's always the... like slither to me, my homies, and they're like this fucking dude. <laughs> he's like son of a bitch, this fucking asshole here. Like, Especially oh. when he talks to the one that wants to go to Brazil. <laughs> he got like the inflections wrong. He's like it's obrigato, right? And he's just like yeah, sure, whatever, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> Now they all right. Ice Cube says he wants to go back. Lopez is like, "Boy, go back too," but he shrugs and says, "Maybe some other time," which yeah. is like a crazy thing to say. He looks so sheepish too when he says it because he looks like he's like, "I'm just gonna go take a nap now." He's like, "Next snake trip," and they're like, "What?" And he's like, <laughs> "Tribe trip." The tribe called Snake. Hmm. Probably not going to bounce back from this one. <laughs> and wasp in your throat. <laughs> Starts throwing rot- wasp at people. Just <laughs> Then they fly off and he's like, oh, fuck, I forgot they could do that. I forgot to take the wings off them. <laughs> clumsy, John Ford. <laughs> he's like, I mean, clumsy, Cerrone. <laughs> clumsy snake molester. Wait. <laughs> That's a nickname I haven't heard in a long time. Ice Cube is wading through the water with his little flashlight looking for Mateo, but only finds Mateo's flashlight. And Lopez keeps shouting for Ice Cube, and then he comes back saying, I didn't find him. Then Voight rolls a giant snakeskin at them, and Ice Cube is amazed at the size of it. Voight's like, it's probably bigger now. And then Voight's like, yeah, the snake ate Mateo. Lopez is like, snakes don't eat people. But Voight points to a scar on his neck and says, oh, they don't. And you're still here, aren't you, bro? Snakes don't kill people. He points at the scar. The scar is completely unrelated. (laughs) It's actually a shaving accident. Now, Voight gives him a little monologue on how anacondas kill you. And Carrie Ward thinks he's just, uh, that Mateo's just lost, but the host yells, wake up! And Void says, hey, don't be mad at me, I didn't need him. Yeah, yeah. And then everybody kind of looks at him like, that's a weird thing to bring up, dude. And, and he winks at them, and he's just like, this guy fucking ate Mateo. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's like that Twitter thing where he's like... <laughs> My I didn't eat Mateo t-shirt is bringing up a lot of questions already answered by the shirt. And on the back is just a picture of him with the wink. Now, Lopez wants to stick around to see if Mateo turns up, but the British host says, We need to get out of here immediately. Now, her plan is to aim some lights at the boat. Voight's like, Oh, I like that plan, because it makes the snakes a dizzy. <laughs> like, what? He's like, it'll make Mateo dizzy. It'll get him to the boat. <laughs> now, later that night, there's shining lights on the boat, and Word tells Owen Wilson she thinks Voight did eat him. 
and Wilson has had enough and wants to go to bed. Then Voight cuts in to go, Danger! You see sight then, huh, and Wilson? Now, Wilson tells Word to move ahead, and then Wilson talks to Voight about capturing the snake. This does not seem to be the next logical step for his character. Because he goes from like, oh, talking about John Voight eating Mateo bumps me out to, I will immediately work for you and try to accomplish all your goals. Yeah, Owen Wilson is either jungle makes me horny and makes me want to get money. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he sort of dances back and forth between that because Voight's like, you get a million dollars for the snake or maybe you save your movie. Wilson's like, yeah, wh- whatever. He's like, will the snake have sex with me? And he goes, yeah. Uh. <laughs> Voight looks into the distance and he's <laughs> like, not willingly. <laughs> now the next day, Voight takes out a long pole out of bottle marked reptile tranquilizer, which causes me to laugh and laugh at home. That's like, that's some Batman like gear shit. It's like shark repellent. <laughs> I would have liked it even better if it was just like snake sleepy time juice. Now he it's watches like an apple. It's like in an apple juice, apple juice jar. Yeah, it's like a snake and like a nighttime hat on the cover. It's got a little rubber, like you know, bump for it to suck out of. If I had to imagine what it would look like in animated form, every time the snake snores, its uh, forked tongue would come out. To be like, now he watches Lopez sleep lecherously, and when she wakes up, he's like, No, Mateo, which causes her to slam the door. He's got that creep look where it's like if someone stares too long at someone and then they notice, he's like, Nope, still staring. Like, he's got no chill, man. Yeah, he doesn't seem to feel like he needs to hide this. Now, they're moving down the river. The jungle's still alive with noise while Wilson checks out a sketchbook of some anacondas. And Voight sees a monkey in a tree and decides that he must shoot it. And Ice Cube's like, what the fuck, dude? Voight's like, we need the bait to catch the anacondas. Lopez is like, what? He's like, yeah, I clued you in on that, did? Oh, jeez, I forgot to say. Lopez is like, not on my boat. And Voight's like, hey, Owen Wilson, does she speak for everyone? And then Owen Wilson gives a villain speech about salvaging the movie by shooting Voight catching the snake instead. And Ice Cube's like, aren't we taking Stoltz to the hospital? Yeah, (laughs) Ice Cube is us where he's like, how the fuck did we get from this to here? And I'm like, yeah, someone hijacked this movie. Yeah, it does seem like some would be like, yeah, Owen Wilson, do you not care if Eric Stoltz dies? And he's like, yeah, I totally did an hour ago, and now I don't anymore. Feelings are like the breeze. They come and go. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because he gives that speech where he's just like, listen, we don't know where the hell we're going, but John Voight might. And John Voight's like, hey, yeah, sure. He's like, we don't know anything about the jungle, but we have to listen to Voight and help him catch a snake. Which is like, what? And then Carrie Wurst's like, this isn't like you, my poor, sweet, horny Wilson. <laughs> and Ice Cube's like, I'm not on board. But Voight shoots at him, and Wilson's like, see? 
let's do this. It's like, this doesn't make any sense. He's like, look, he's a real capable and good guy. He shoots Ice Cube in the leg. And he's like, wow, I guess you could say he was asking for it. <laughs> now, Lopez looks at everyone concerned because she lost her eyebrows somewhere in this jungle. Huh. And now... <laughs> The top of her eyes is just kind of melted into her forehead now. It's just it's just, it's just a smooth mess. Yeah. <laughs> Looks like a creative character. Now, Wilson is standing guard at night now with a gun because he's Team Void. And Warren looks at him with one solitary dab of glycerin on her cheek. And Owen Wilson looks away. And yeah, Ice Cube... he's trying to hide his horniness. He's just, like, still kind of horny. He's a little bit embarrassed. She can't actually cry. Yeah, not, not only that. Owen Wilson is the only person on this planet that can be holding a gun and not really look that threatening. Yeah, he. I mean, you know, he's the bottle rocket guy. You're like, ah, oh, he's gonna try to rob the library now, but it's not gonna work. <laughs> now, Ice Cube shows Lopez he has a secret knife, but she doesn't want him to use it. And Void has something on the line. He tells everyone to stay put. And the line starts to move rapidly. Now, the anaconda robot pops out of the water flailing around. They all look startled. Do you know why they're startled, Vin? Why? The fuse shorted out on that snake is thrashing around more than it's supposed to for real. <laughs> yeah, because all of their faces look like they are really horrified. We're like, we might actually die on this set. Yeah, it's like she and Scratchy land. They're like, is that thing gonna kill me for real? Does it also scream when you take its face off? Yeah, why'd they program them to scream? <laughs> now, Wilson runs up to to the top to flood the snake with lights, and John Voigt says, Buenos noches to the snake. <laughs> now, more flailing, and then Ice Cube goes to stab Voigt, but the snake knocks him down to the knife off the boat forever. His precious knife. <laughs> And the snake goes back in the water and everything goes still for a moment. And then it pops up and spits the monkey at the British host. So this snake's kind of an asshole. <laughs> the host tries to move away while Voight grabs a crossbow. And Lopez goes in inside and the snake bursts through the glass with Voight shooting it in the mouth with the crossbow. And then the snake knocks a chair into Whirr, knocking her into the water. And... Wilson has decided he's not evil anymore, so he dives in after her to help her, mm -hmm. and he gets her back to the boat. The snake grabs him as he tries to get onto the boat, yeah. and it CGI spins him around and then squeezes him, and they reach out to him, but the snake hisses them away. Yeah, it's too late. Owen Wilson's inside exploded, as That's John right. Voight would say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, oh, Wilson's like, wow, my insides are exploded. <laughs> now, Lopez goes to grab the gun to shoot it, but Voight says, no, the snake's no good to be dead. <laughs> the snake drags Wilson into the water as worse screams, oh, and Wilson, no. And she just kind of lays there, like entirely defeated, and they have a spotlight in the water for probably a good, like, five 10 minutes and maybe she's thinking in her brain like maybe he's not dead maybe when John Voight said that it squeezes you with a lover's embrace that the, the snake is just giving him a really aggressive hug 
I think he meant something else entirely about that that we won't get into due to his sordid past. But now, Lopez holds a crying word as Voight does a little prayer and tosses some shit in the river. And Word tells Voight he brought this devil snake here. And nah, man, it's just a jungle. It's where the snake lives. <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> like, She's that's like, his yes, house, I... man. She's like, yes, I conjured the snake. I have this power. As your fucking chipmunk came into your house and then, like, you accidentally stepped on one of them. And then another chipmunk said to another one in front of you, like, you brought this devil here. You're like, what the fuck? Get the fuck out of my house, you brick. I'll step on the whole fucking lot of you. And then they're all like, we've been living here for ten minutes, which is like forever to us. Chitter, chitter, chitter. (laughs) And you're like, I can't understand any of them. Kick, kick, kick. (laughs) Anyway, Void says in response, there's a devil on each of us. Then he widens his eyes threateningly. It's just the first time that sentence has ever been used. Yikes. He looks like a surprise black leopard for a second. He says that because that's a lie that somebody said when they caught him sticking his finger in a snake. I don't like this bit anymore. (laughs) No, thank you. Good day. Void starts bossing the host around, and when the host protests, he smacks him a few times and then pulls a gun on him. And we see the snake swimming around CGI-ly in the water with the swollen belly. <laughs> yes, he's going to sleep really nice tonight. Yeah. Except he's going to be real tired because, you know, Owen Wilson's energy is really going to take a toll on him. Yeah, you could faintly hear a murmuring inside there. It's like, now, of course, everyone knows I was swallowed by this snake. But what this book, book presupposes is maybe I wasn't. The snake's like, Jesus Christ. Hey, later on, Lopez is shakily putting on some lipstick for her next big move. Now, Void is up top piloting the ship. She knocks on the captain's door, and he lets her in, and she's like, I just want to talk, in a sultry voice. Then she starts stroking the wall. Yikes. And she reaches out and strokes his hand and says, maybe she could film him capturing the snake. Wink. And this film was supposed to be her big break. He's like, it could be dangerous. She's like, you'll protect me. He's like, you need to be protected. <laughs> she leans up against him and says, well, it's been a long time. Then he kisses her, but then he pulls a gun on Ice Cube who's trying to get the drop on him, saying, I'm not stupid. <laughs> and then he, he kisses Jennifer Lopez at least one more time and throws her. He's just like, listen, it was worth at least getting to kiss her. Yours was a Russian voice. It was even worse than John Void somehow. But anyways, as he said, I'm not stupid. The host busts him in the head through the window with his golf club, knocking him out. I like to imagine that scene would have played out a little bit more different while like she's seducing him. And then you hear all the jungle creatures start singing, Sha-la-la-la, don't be shy, go on a kiss to Lopez. Anywho... <laughs> Are you happy about that? I am. She spent all day, like, getting ready to drop that? No, I just came up out of nowhere. Oh. I feel better about it knowing that. Very good. Anywho, they tie him up rather than taking Ice Cube's suggestion, which is to throw him in the river. I know, that would have been, like, the easy way out. 
Time to take the easy way out. <laughs> he wakes up the next day all blearily tied to the boat. Lopez shows him the newspaper clipping, saying this was all planned, right? Void's like, don't forget the wasp part. Yeah, he he admitted to it. He was just like, and the wasp. See, that was like the one thing. He was so fucking excited, man. He's like, that's the one that took me the longest to plan. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you try to put a wasp in a scuba gear. It's just like, you know, flashbacks to him, like, in a bush trying to catch all these wasps. You just cut to, like, <laughs> an ant going down to the water to get some, and all of a sudden he hears some scuba gear coming, and he's like, I'm probably safe. And then the wasp, like, hops out, and he's like, oh, fuck! He's <laughs> like, they always take it to kill the ants. I... Now, hey, Jake, now we know where those scars came from. It's from all those wasps that he's trying to catch. <laughs> he just keeps forgetting, and they keep ending up being in his scuba gear, and it's like, oh, fuck, here we go again. <laughs> There's like, quick tracheotomy before I pass out. <laughs> of course, the one time he was underwater when he tried doing it, so... <laughs> 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 so anyways she's mad about this so she punches him for hurting her sweet annoying Eric Stoltz and he tells her she can't survive without him and she walks off but Wurr gives Voight the lingering look of revenge Lopez goes to whisper in Stoltz's ear as I imagine he dreams about correcting someone at a party <laughs> and the host is teaching Ice Cube about how to drive the boat and they laugh about all the things they miss including L.A. traffic and a cellular phone. This movie was of its time. Now Voight notices a waterfall and then it's like, oh, the legend was right. And more importantly, I was. Eric Stoltz probably moans, no, you heard. <laughs> <laughs> I've read it different ways. <laughs> Anyways, the boat gets stuck. The ice cube tries, but can't get it out of there. And he's like, we have to winch ourselves out of there. Which I'm like, yeah, maybe the camera guy knows about winching. I don't know. Listen, we're we're so deep into the movie now. It's like, why question any logic? He's like, yeah, whatever. Toss some ropes around this. Let's fucking kill this snake and get out of here. <laughs> now, Lopez is worried because they have to get in the water, but Cube's like, there's no choice. Now, host climbs in saying... The last time he was in the water like this, he spent all night picking leeches off his testicles. He really says that. <laughs> then they all, <laughs> they all paddle away, leaving Wurr and Void alone. Then Wurr comes up on Void immediately with a knife, asking if he's going to pray. He tells her not to look in the eye of the people you kill. And she looks down, and he's like, that's the distraction I needed! Then he hops up and grabs her with his legs, and then he chokes her to death with them. <laughs> Yeah, he chokes her to death like Zaya and Goldeneye. I was thinking more like an anaconda. I think that's supposed to be. Oh, yeah, with a tight squeeze. That's right. Now, in the water, they're wrapping the ropes around the trees while Voight kicks her limp body into the water. Yeah, he's got like this sneer look on his face, too, when he does it. Just poof. He calls her baby bird. Yeah, he called her that a couple times in this. Where it's like, because like her hollow bones. I'll make sense like, later. I keep puking food in her mouth and she keeps eating them. 
Be like, that one likes to eat worms, you know what I'm saying? High five, Owen Wilson. <laughs> He's just like, I didn't know any of that. Suddenly, I'm more turned on. He's like, maybe bird is like a sex thing where somebody else sucks a dick, and then they... <laughs> <laughs> I ain't fucking doing a snowball joke. Oh my god. <laughs> no, he That's beautiful, <laughs> man. They spit it, you turn their mouth like a baby bird. <laughs> you Ew, gross, some crazy you shit to her. <laughs> you get some crazy shit in Paraguay, and it's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> You're like, oh my god. He's like, anyways, the snakes love it. Oh no. <laughs> he slides the knife to himself with his foot and cuts himself loose, although he pretends to be tied up still. And the water is undulating, and Ice Cube's like, everyone get back on the boat! And Void looks amused as the snake splashes around. Then Cube and Lopez manage to get to the boat, but the host, for some reason, taunts the snake, causing it to chase him. Like, he actually doesn't like, look over here, you big snake. And then he's like, uh-oh. Oh, shit. It worked. Now, they tell the host to climb the waterfall, and he goes up and starts slipping on the rocks a little. And then Voight gets up and knocks Cube down, and wrestles with Lopez, who has the gun. He pries it from her, but Cube punches him. And then Voight grabs a knife and stabs Ice Cube in the leg, and they keep tussling so Lopez can't get a clear shot at him. And the snake finds the host hiding behind a waterfall, and he tries to jump down into the water, but the snake has, let's call it a catching technique that I like to call soft mouth. <laughs> and naps him before he hits the water. Yeah, because the host is just like, listen, you're not going to get me, snake. Quick and painless suicide. And the snake's like, a yoink. <laughs> He's like, oh shit, out of midair. I never had to do that with a fucking board. This is awesome. This has literally been the best week of my life. <laughs> Would have been funnier if the snake tried catching him on the way down and then it went down with him because it was like catching like a rock and it smashed its head on the rock on the way down. Now, the other thing I want to point out is like, let's say we live in a world where anacondas eat people. Uh, it wouldn't be that hungry after it ate Owen Wilson already. Yeah, because I think, like, snakes eat, like, once every other, like, I think it's like, well, I don't know about snake anatomy, like, but I assume that snakes don't eat that often. Yeah, it's like lions in Africa, like, right after they eat, people that live there will go up there and, like, smack them in the face. Because, like, lions, once they feed, don't move for, like, 16 hours, because, like, I'm just fucking so full of goddamn antelope. <laughs> But anyways, the snake uh, knocks a tree over onto the boat, which manages to wake Stoltz up from his pedantic sleep. And I'm sure he'll be out any moment to be like, well, actually, anacondas aren't heavy enough to knock over a whole tree. But Lopez <laughs> manages to get out of the boat. And she holds her hand out for Cube, but Wurr's body pops out of the water instead. Then the snake bites Ice Cube and wraps itself around him. Lopez gets the gun and shoots it. The snow cries around like, my head, my animatronic head, and well, collapses into the water bloodily. This is where the snake, like, got sloppy, because it's wrapped itself around Cube, and then, um, you know, Baby Bird, 
pops up. Her po- her dead body pops up, and the snake's like, oh, shit, twofer. So it starts biting the the woman, too, and it's just like, well, I left itself wide open. Yeah, he's like, this is like the, one of the many times where I'm like, two snake heads would be better than one. <laughs> It's like, if I only had as many heads as I had delicious documentary crew to eat. Uh, Update, apparently you can can feed a snake like once a week, sometimes just twice. So yeah, snakes don't eat that often. Now, Voight grabs the gun from Lopez and goes to shoot her, but Stoltz sneaks up behind him and stabs him with a reptile tranquilizer dart. Now, Vinny, what I wanted was for... Void to turn around and be like, I'm a fucking mammal, you idiot, and then swim out of there unaffected. I thought it was funnier because as soon as he gets stabbed with it, he goes, the dart! As if to, like, say, he's probably felt that stab at one point, which probably, like, he sat on it once or something. (laughs) Oh, fuck the dart. (laughs) It's like, mammal horniness, oh, it's gonna be a long night. And it's like, oh, there's a snake in here. <laughs> this is how it all started. Now, Voight collapses into the water, but the dart comes out of his back, which, like, I didn't know I had to stay in. <laughs> and they bring Stoltz back inside because he immediately loses consciousness again. And the boat goes down the river. They come up on some busted-looking wooden structure. And Cube and Lopez go off to look for supplies. Lopez says she doesn't want to know what happened here. And if you want to know what happened here, I'm pretty sure it's one of the Anaconda sequels. Yeah, oh, you're right. There is like I... Curse of the Blood Orchids or something like that. I can't remember. Anyways, they creep around and find some drums which have fuel in them. So that problem's solved. Then Lopez finds another giant snakeskin and her and Cube pry open the barrel. And while they do that, Voight comes out of nowhere and hits both of them question mark with the butt of a gun yeah i was like wow he got a two for one deal on one butt end of the gun it's like he's like i better do like a jungle voice like whispering like hey put your heads together and they're like okay we should probably put our heads wait a minute (laughs) or maybe he like he hit like jennifer lopez's head and then her head went back so violently that it knocked into ice cube's head and he's like, oh, fuck, that only happens like two out of five times at most. I like that your job voice voice has turned into like strong bass voice. <laughs> I feel like I'm doing actually a pretty good job of what he sounds like in this. It's not bad. Now, Lopez. Oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. They're all tied up outside where he's bleeding a monkey into a bucket to try to attract the snakes. Then he douses them with the monkey blood and tells them to wake up. And Lopez shouts that she's going to kill him. Like, lady, you had three chances already. It's too late. <laughs> now, Voight grabs some dust and he's like, this is how the snakes poop out your bones. <laughs> <laughs> Essentially. Ashes to ashes, dust to dust, poop and poop, as he's they like, say. You a bunch of snake poop is what I'm going to say to you. <laughs> now, <laughs> Cube sees the snakes slithering up on them CGI-ly. The snake's like, this costs $200,000 a second, so I can't stay long. <laughs> now, they get up and try to run, but the snake wraps around them as Voight watches from above. And then Voight drops down and pulls a rope, capturing the snake. 
in a giant net with Lopez and Cuba inside of it. I assume he's going to sell all three of them to a poacher. And the snake pulls on the net, managing to free itself, and Voight shoots at it but misses and climbs up a ladder. And the snake bites him and the ladder collapses. And Voight runs to escape, but Cube knocks the net pulley with his feet delaying him, which allows the snake to get the drop on Voight and squeeze around him. Mm-hmm. And it's a real big squeeze, so Voight's face gets all puffy because he's too squeezed, man. He popped his eyeball out. Yeah, he's like fucking toothpaste getting like squeezed <laughs> out there. Right down to the last roll. He's like, they're not going to poop up my bones if they come out of my mouth. <laughs> Then we get a POV of the snake skull as it takes Void in. And Lopez goes to run, and Ice Cube says, Go, it's coming for you. Which is like, what? <laughs> Snakes don't have vendettas. And, and it's like, I remember you, bitch. You killed my brother. <laughs> She's like, I've killed no snakes this whole time. And he's like, oh my god, I guess I'm snake racist. <laughs> he's like, wait, your name's not Jeffy? <laughs> She's like, no, that's me. And he's like, I knew it. He's like, I fucking knew it. Anyways. <laughs> that fucking Mateo inside my cousin's <laughs> body fucking told me. Well, it's pretty muffled. I might have heard it wrong. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> there's a lot more danger. It's very exciting. <laughs> Lopez comes up on some smaller snakes, which... I don't know if we're supposed to find these threatening with these other guys going around. Imagine if at the end of sharks, they're like, oh my god, tiny sharks on the boat. Yeah, but they're just so darn cute. They're like, ah, snap it, I'm snapping at you. But anyways, can't really the, even do that much damage to you. Ah, ah. The big snake bursts through the wall and pukes out Void, who only has one eye now. He uses the remaining eye to wink at Lopez, and then he and, collapses. Yeah, and she's just like, ew. No still means no, and then he's like, bummer. Now, Lopez and Cube plan on trapping the snake somehow. I don't know. Do you know? Who cares? No. No, this is this whole scene you could probably expedite pretty fast. Um, they set up and dump that. Well, okay, you know what? This is fucking wild. So the fuel that they need to get the fuck out of there... And, you know, probably get back to civilization. Ice Cube's like, yeah, yeah. Let's use it to burn the whole place down. <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, let's blow this snake up. And the plan is really contingent on this snake only wanting to get at Jennifer Lopez and not Ice Cube. Especially when Ice Cube, like, pins its tail with the ice pick. Yeah, and the snake's like, hey, I don't know what's happening at the tail section, but it hurts. Yeah, and he's st- yeah, I know, like the snake looks down the tunnel like that really fucking hurt, man. <laughs> now Lopez climbs to the top of a smokestack and like there's like a bit where like she can't get through the cage and then she does. Well, and the snake gets through the cage pretty quick. Then she's hanging off the smokestack and Ice Cube's like, You gotta jump and she's like, I can't but like before she even gets to the tea, the smokestack explodes <laughs> and she gets knocked into the water. So it's like, problem solved, I guess. The funnier if, like, he's like, all right, I got it lit. And she's like, I can't get out. And he's like, too late. And he goes back to the boat and she just gets stuck in the tube. <laughs> then when Eric Stoltz wakes up, he's like, well, 
You know how we always said she was smoking hot? (laughs) (laughs) It has a more tragic tone than it used to. I like to think that Ice Cube says that to him. And Eric Saltz is like, actually. (laughs) (laughs) He would, that fucker. A snake falls into the water on fire, but not dead. It keeps going at Lopez, who tries to swim away. Cube pulls her out of the water, and the snake collapses finally. Cube's like, let's get the fuel so we can split. Then the snake bursts out one last time, and Cube Cube hits it in the head with a pickaxe and calls it a bitch. And, you know what, Ice Cube? How about I blow you up in a fucking smokestack and we see how you do? Bet she would drag your ass across the water at someone. Call the snake a bitch. How dare you? I'm surprised that that snake was able to still stand up. Well, or slither. Excuse me. Snakes don't have legs. And Stoltz wakes up and tells Lopez she's a mess and they hug. She's like, how dare you? And then he's scratching his tracheotomy bandage later when they come up on the tribe they were looking for. He says, Voight was right, I assume before bursting into flames. And it's (laughs) over. (laughs) Or rather, his head explodes. (laughs) He's going to climb to the top of the master Danny Trejo. It's like, I can't live this one down. what, What we don't know is at the end of this movie... That tribe's actually the Cannibal Holocaust tribe. <laughs> Seems likely. <laughs> you can hear them playing their tape recorder, and they're like, what is that lovely song? Hey, uh, hey, uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> 40 years in a row, number one. Vinny! Now, now the no, jungle's Vinny, rocking. Vinny, Vinny, Vinny. <laughs> that is the end of this movie. You selected the movie. It falls upon you to ask me the eternal question. Please proceed. Jake, did I scare you? No. No. I don't... Did you delight me? No, I mean, this movie is pretty <laughs> dumb. I didn't, Obviously, the John Voight thing's fun. Maybe I shouldn't have done his voice. It's too fun. I'm so sorry. John Voight, like, again is the only saving grace of fun in this movie. (laughs) Yeah. Every time he's on the screen, you're just like, Ooh, it's so bad. I want more. I mean, like, obviously there's like rough stuff about like white people doing Hispanic voices and fucking them up. I wouldn't mind seeing the other version, which would be like Damien Bashir being like, what is like a fucking like stupid American? (laughs) Like, like, do your dumbest one. But like, Hey there, honky friends. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like he nailed us. No, I I mean, like, so if you find that offensive, like, yeah, I think it's maybe bad enough to, like, forego that. But I could see the other point of view on that. No, it's not scary. It's not good. It's not anything. Yeah, made this movie just kind of die and rest in peace in 1997. Yeah, did it scare you, Vin? No, no. No. I... I, I've seen this movie multiple times, and I, I, again, this is one of those movies where, like, I kept telling myself, yeah, it's not bad, it's a pretty fun movie, but then, like, now, now I've seen it at an older age, and I'm like, oh, no, this movie's god-awful, which means my tastes have really changed. It's, you know, when you're younger, it's just like, if you don't care if it's a bad or good movie, it's just a movie. 
well, you're watching a movie. Like the in whole- like a, in the late nineties when we were growing up, it was like you didn't get to choose what you were watching unless you owned like a tape of it. So like if it was on TV, you're like whatever. This will like plug two hours. Right, right. I mean, I don't know. Like, listen, I like schlocky, stupid, dumb horror movies because they're fun. But, like, it just feels like, I don't know, maybe with this podcast, my my tastes have kind of changed a little bit. I don't know about that. But, anywho, Vinny, uh, right. If you were any character in this movie, who would you be? Um... I guess I'd probably be, <laughs> well, this is very probably true to form. Uh, I'd probably Mateo because I mispronounce everything always. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yes, that's apt. I won't ask you to go further. I get it completely. I would be Eric Stoltz, which is probably why I hate him so much. <laughs> mm-hmm. I would be the guy at the party that's like, excuse me, John Voight, but I think I know a little more about Anaconda than you do. And he'd be like, I started it and did this stupid voice. (laughs) And then you're like, I gotta go to the bathroom, gang. And then John Voight slips a fucking wasp in your drink. (laughs) I can't tell you how many times it's happened. (laughs) I mean, what's your gifable moment? I mean, pick any any moment of, like, John Voight's face. I... I (laughs) The one, the one where he like he stares at Jennifer Lopez for a little too long is pretty good. Where he just has like, I don't know. I like the one where he threatens Carrie Wara by being like, "There's a devil inside each of us." Then he opens his eyes to be like, "Eh." <laughs> He's like, "I just try to get out through my eyelids." <laughs> he pushes his eyeballs back in his head. He's like, "That was a close one." Um, for me, it's surprised leopard a hundred percent. Anytime anything shocking, I want to see that stupid leopard's face. <laughs> ah. <laughs> All right. Well, then, is there anything else you want to talk about with the anaconda? No. All right. No, I I've said my piece. Yeah, you don't have to watch this one, folks. You just listen to the dumb thing we said. We got all the best lines. Ashes to ashes, poop to poop, I guess. <laughs> this is what the snake pooped out. <laughs> no, we didn't really did he, get any uh, Did we get any mail this week? Fans, but we did get, um, you know, a re-up mail from Josh Armstrong, which if you, uh, you didn't listen earlier from our past episode, we did a an interview with Josh Armstrong on a movie that he's uh, trying to get funded from Kickstarter. Uh, he's basically just thanking us for the time. So thank you for letting us interview, Josh. Yes, thank you. Okay. Uh, if people did want to mail us, Finn, where could they get a hold of us? They could do so at our email at disbypod at gmail.com. That's disbypod at gmail.com. All right, Vin, what if instead they wanted to reach us on Twitter or Instagram? Twitter is D-I-S-Y-P-O-D, and Instagram is Did I Scare You Pod. All right, Vin, I should probably admit I forgot I had to pick a movie until about a couple really? seconds ago. How? How is that possible? I, I literally, I picked this piece of shit. 
<laughs> That's a, I've had a few on the back burner for a while now, so we're just going to get to one of them. Uh, I saw this movie a long time ago. I'm pretty excited about this one. It's available on Tubi and possibly other things if you want to uh, to get a free week of something, which is always fun. But please remember to cancel it. We will be watching the 2007 British, Scottish movie. I think maybe Scottish, uh, The Descent. Are you familiar with The Descent, Vin? The Descent? Yeah, it is a movie about a bunch of, a group of spelunking female friends who encounter a bunch of, what is the way to say this, blind cave monsters. Blind? Blind! <laughs> blind. Blind. Uh, yeah, you know what? I've seen the trailer to this. I've never seen the movie, though. I saw it a long time ago. I really liked it. I found it uh, frightening at the time. We will see if that holds true for you and for even me this time. But please, if you'd like to walk o- watch along at home, Check out The Descent on Tubi or one of the other services. Who cares? And I think that's going to about do it for us this week. Uh, thank you, as always, to Rebel Escape Pod for letting us use their song Monster for our intro and outro. Uh, you have been listening to Did I Scare You? And I have been your host, Jake Albrecht. I am his co-host and America's little brother, Vin. And it's been a lot of danger. It's been very exciting. Uh, you know what? Hey, thanks for the ride, lady. John Voisha said that to Jennifer Lopez in this, right? How you doing, lady? Thanks. Thanks for the ride. Thanks for the ride, lady. Thanks for the ride, lady. Thanks for the ride. Thanks for the ride, lady. Thanks for the ride. Thanks for the ride. Thanks for the ride, lady. Heavenly defeat